How's that like hangover singing, like airy? Uh. It's, a, it's very nice. <laughs> I feel like you can loop that. And then maybe I could be a songwriter. Just kidding. I I'm not a songwriter. I can't I can't I, look at a song and come up with lyrics and or I once wrote a song, song when I was like 13. All right, Taylor Swift. I, well, and I showed it to like one of my parents and they were like, well, it needs some work. And I think I literally was just like, well, I'm never writing a song again. Well, it's like my mom, um, sweet Susie. Like, of I told my mom I'm I, 13. I wanted to enter like a singing competition at our mm-hmm. like county fair. And uh, she's like, you don't sing. I was like, yes, I do. She goes, no, you don't. You don't. And so I, I refused to sing in front of oh her for God. like 10 years. <laughs> it's weird how like an offhanded comment can stay with you like that. Oh, especially yeah. Especially from a parent. Susie should have let me sing at Island Fest. Who knows where I would have ended up now instead of hiding shame- shamelessly <laughs> in my uh, closet singing. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the Dear Me, Love Me podcast. I'm T. Boyett. And I'm Brooke Upholzer. This is a podcast where we we write letters. That was very hard. This is a podcast where we write letters to our past selves. About, Advice. About something we wish we knew. Yeah. So, um, you know, we kind of are going off of last week's Valentine's Hope Everyone's Day. Valentine's Day was everyone's great. so hopeful and love is in the air and it's amazing. And then now we're going to do. But if your Valentine's Day was terrible, welcome because we're doing breakups. Yay. Yay. <laughs> breakups. Breakups. Woohoo. Breakups. Breakups. They happen to everyone at some point. Unless you married. You, you're, unless you're one of those people that like. Jimmy was in my second grade class and we started dating when we were 14 and I was still married. Before I hopped off social media, I was looking at people who are still together in high school or who I went to high school with. And can I tell you a really silly story? Yes, please. Always. This is this is such a tangent, but it's going to be, I swear it's worth it. <laughs> so there was this guy that actually was my first ever kiss mm-hmm. and he was dating this girl who was a year younger than us and then he broke up with her and started dating her best friend so it was like this big whoa. feud whoa big thing and then he was so he's dating this girl and i'm gonna omit names just <laughs> so so he was dating Susie. no not my you can't say my mom oh my god right <laughs> how's that for like a freudian slip i was like Susie's a random name but oh like god. it's clearly not clearly okay not. okay so he's dating the friend we're gonna call the girl the the main girl who he dated and then the friend is the one who he's dating right now okay great so he's dating the friend and it is our talent show of like senior year senior year junior year one of the two and he says i'm singing black balloon by whatever the baby's black balloon makes her fly that song okay (laughs) and he goes i'm i'm singing the song and I'm dedicating it to, and he doesn't say the friend's name. He says the girl's name. No. Yes. And everyone went ape shit. And we were like, oh my God. And he was still dating the, the friend. friend. <gasps> but he dedicated it to the girl. What? But him and the girl are engaged. I believe that. Yeah, they're engaged. They've been together for like 12 years. <laughs> so like all is well that ends well. But, but that, that poor. Oh the, my God. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Okay. Also, what brass balls on that, like, 17-year-old kid. No, but he was also the guy who who brought like, the guitar I'm to every party. Oh, who he's like, goes, here's Wonderwall, guys. Literally. Anyway, guys, here's I've, Wonderwall. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Mm-hmm. Stop that. So, yeah. Men everywhere, stop that. Yeah. Isn't that funny? What a, what a story. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> nothing like that happened at my high school. I mean, I'm sure it did, but I, <laughs> that, I had 5,000 kids in my high school. That stuck with me. Wow. Okay. Are we ready to start <laughs> yes, reading your letter? Yes, let's do it. <laughs> I wrote this this morning. You know what? Can I tell you something? Yeah. I wrote it an hour ago. Oh, thank God. That makes me feel so much better. I literally woke up and was like, tick, 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 tick. Fine. But I mean, we're in, now we're in the mindset. Yes. We've been in the mindset for the last couple hours. Yes. So hmm, here we go. Dear me, breakups are never fun, regardless of which side of the breakup you're on. Speak for yourself, T. It's an unfortunate. <laughs> I told T before this, I've never dumped anyone. I've dumped one person in my like whole life. Okay. Oh. It's an unfortunate reality of the dating world because the truth is every single relationship you'll be in either ends in a breakup or you stay together forever. How's that for some lighthearted advice? But honestly, most breakups need to happen, even if you don't want them to. Let me give you some advice. I've learned about the crappy world of breakups. If you're doing the breakup. (laughs) This is where Brooke's like, I've never done the breaking up. This this is for tea only. (laughs) This is for baby tea only. Okay. Number one, don't do it on Valentine's Day. Tea. God, you bitch. I know. Yep. You broke up with a guy on Valentine's Day. But to be fair, you had a spe- you had specifically asked him not to get you any gifts. That's literally every girl who says don't give me any gifts well, wait, wants to continue. Gift. Oh. And was very clear it wasn't a trick <laughs> because you weren't going to get him any as you had just started dating. And that weekend when he came to visit you at college, he gave you not only one, but four gifts, leaving you feeling like a jerk since you got him nothing. You didn't feel heard or appreciated, and you knew the relationship had to end for a bunch of other reasons, but maybe wait a day, the day after Valentine's Day. He will probably always remember you as the girl that broke his heart on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, I like I told him we had just started dating, and our families had been friends forever, and oh. our sisters were best friends, our older sisters, so we kind of were forced into this. Yeah. And I never was really a fan of it, to be honest. And I told him, I was like, do not get me anything for Valentine's Day. This is mm. not a trick. I'm not getting you anything. Okay. Like, was very clear. And he got me four things. And I was like, I look like a fucking asshole. I didn't accept him because I was like, I'm no. This is where your music improv comes in. And you go, I wrote you a song. Boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. Happy Valentine's Day. Get the fuck out of my life. Yeah, it was, it was a bad weekend. But I should have just waited another 12 hours and broke up with him the next day don't break up with somebody on valentine's day don't be a bitch like me (laughs) number two make sure you're safe if you're ending a relationship with someone that has a temper or aggressive traits be bring a friend along for safety or better yet make sure you do it in public yeah yeah i mean i dated a really guy with a huge temper Mm -hmm. not the friendliest um so i made sure two of his friends were there when i broke up with him like just cover your bases cover your bases the only time i've ever broken up with someone was through skype that's on my list. <laughs> really? Oh, yay. <laughs> Number three. If your partner had none of the above shitty qualities, then let them down easy. Be kind. Even if the relationship wasn't in its best state towards the end. I mean, there is a reason you're bringing up. This person was still your partner. You still had feelings for them at one point. They are deserving of kindness and honesty. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Number four. On that note, try and do it in person. Unless it's a long-distance thing, I see no reason why you can't end a relationship with a person face-to-face. Yes, it's harder. Yes, texting and calling is super easy, but this person deserves at least that. You dated this person. You had feelings for them at one point. Have the respect for them to end the relationship in person. Um, Like, thinking 
about this right now uh-huh in my own baby brook life mm-hmm. um every serious relationship in the past five years six years seven years the guy's broken up with me via phone such bullshit i and i've gotten broken up with over phone too and i fucking hate it i hated it i'm like i think it is a big thing it's such a chicken shit move unless it's long distance yeah I, I firmly believe, as much as it hurts, mm-hmm. that person deserves to do it. You deserve to do it face-to-face. Yeah. I got broken up with on the phone while I was at work. You <gasps> remember that. Oh, my God. That's right. Yep. And my bosses were like, take the day. That's right. They're like, go home. <laughs> go, go home. Pat, Pat, Fucking they're there. asshole. Don't do that. Don't do that. And then even, uh, Steve, I love you, but you literally broke up with me over phone, and we lived 10 minutes down the road from each other. <laughs> It's bloody Steve. Steve, love you. Gosh. Steve, damn it. Steve, Steve, damn it. Still have uh, clearly ill feelings for that. Just do it in person. Do it in fucking person. But to, but to be fair, I did call him and I said, "What's up?" Yeah, and, and that's, he, that, that's when he was like, "Listen, okay." Yeah, and like that's fair if that if it naturally turns into something. But if you are planning yeah. to break up with a person, go see them. Also, don't fucking ghost them. Yeah, I had a guy ghost me. We were dating on Tinder, and like he, it was going great, and I went home for like a week. We were talking, then I came back. I'm like, hey, I'm back. Nothing. I texted him like one more time, like three days later, nothing. And finally, I just texted him like, don't be a fucking asshole and ghost me. I'm so, I did that once I too. I was like, yeah, I'm like, just tell me it's done yeah. so I can move on. He was like, yeah. it's done. I've had a fun time with you, but something, something. I was like, I mean, if I have fun time, you mean saw me naked, then like, yeah, it's fun, but also get fucked. Yeah. Don't ghost someone. Just have the balls to be like, it's not working. Yeah. I, I needed to hear that. And when I was a, what, how old was I when I ghosted that poor guy? Ugh, I don't even remember his name. That's how bad oh, it was. Sorry, dude. Yeah, he was really nice. We, did, sorry, we met on Victor. Tinder. Victor. Definitely wasn't Victor. Sorry, with an know. M. Um, we met on Tinder. He like worked at Universal. He was oh. nice enough. Yeah, but, but like just be like, like. But I never said I was like totally, this was a relationship. It was just right. kind of fun. And I guess I was a bitch, which I'm so sorry. Oh. I was. I was a bitch. I'm sorry. Okay, number five, be honest to a point. As hard as this one might be, it's easy to lie to lie sometimes and diminish why you're ending the relationship. It's better, in my opinion, to be honest so that if something legitimately helpful, the person could take into their next relationship. An example would be if you felt that person was a terrible listener. That's something I think a person needs to hear in a kind matter, yeah. manner if possible. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there are things you shouldn't yeah. say. Yeah. You don't need to be like, you smell. You smell. Although, Although so maybe, maybe be like, maybe, yeah, yeah, you need to shower more. Like, I think, because I had a guy that broke up with me, and he was a, such an asshole. But he ended up, actually, he's not. He's a nice dude, and we were friends. And he ended up reaching out to me a few years later and was like, hey, I'm struggling with my relationship with women. Can you tell me where wow. we went wrong? And I was like, I'm going to be fucking honest. I will be honest with you. And he was like, no, 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 that's what I want. And I wrote him like four scathing pages but there are things I wish I could have told him then where I was like, hey, these things that you did are not okay. Yeah. But I would like to know if I was, mm-hmm. if somebody was breaking up with me because he was like, why? If they were like, I think it's, we're not compatible because of X, Y, Z. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It's, it's tough love. It's tough to yeah. swallow. It's constructive criticism. Don't be an asshole about it, but I would like to know. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Number six. You're allowed to be sad. Even if you were the one doing the breaking up, allow yourself to grieve the end of the relationship if you need it. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
it's not fun on either side. Mm-mm. You know, and like I had a friend once tell me there was like, you can't be sad. You broke up with him. And I was like, no, oh, I can, can be, be sad. sad. I'm allowed to be sad. Right. Don't tell me what I can and cannot feel. Right. Like just because I decided to end it doesn't mean I didn't care for this person or love them or feel feelings for them. I just it didn't work. Yeah. I, I have some uh, pretty much the exact same thing in mind, too. Is that you're allowed to feel those feelings of, of hurt and sadness. Mm-hmm. It's somebody who you loved, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's somebody who you had true feelings for to a point where you wanted to spend time with them. So right. that's the end of a, of a chapter that you have to know closed, even if it closed slowly or quickly. So, yeah, makes sense. If you're getting broken up with. Now, see, here's my, here's my <laughs> half that I can uh, relate to. Number one. Yay, we, this is mm. the, legitimately the same thing as I have. Number one. You can't convince someone to love you or want to be with you. If a person has made up their mind, no amount of begging will change it. I can remember a few times you were dumped when... I'm going to repeat that. (laughs) I can remember a few times you were dumped where you literally begged the person to, please don't do this. It took me a long time that you can't make... It took me a long time to realize that you can't make anyone love you. And for the right person, you want have to. Can I say that again? Yes. I probably yeah. typed it wrong. It took me a long time that you can't make anyone love you. I'm mean, going to guess you meant I you meant can't to realize. realize. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm going to read it again and yep. I'm going to add it for you. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. It took me a long time to realize that you can't make anyone love you. And for the right person, you won't have to. You are a beautiful person with so much to give in a relationship. If someone wants to leave, let them and hold your head up high as hard as, hard as it is in the moment. But in my dream breakup, all you would need to say is, I'm so sorry you feel that way. And I'm sorry this didn't work out. I really liked you. I wish you all the best. And then walk away. You would look like a badass and strong. But I know that's not reality. But for God's sakes, girl, don't ever beg someone to stay. Can't wait for you to read my letter. You're going to realize we're the same person. Yes. Yeah. It's you're begging someone. Why? Oh, the two big like the two big breakups that broke my heart. One was in high school like my high school sweetheart. And one was um, right when I moved to New York. Mm-hmm. And like, that was like my first adult relationship. And both of them, I was like sobbing. It was like, please, please don't do this. Yeah, I've had that. And now looking back, I'm like, don't do that. Right. If they don't want to spend time with me, I'm fucking awesome. If you don't want to spend time with me, then get the fuck out. Yeah. But don't beg. It's like if you're begging someone to stay. Yeah. And they've already made up their mind, even if they do stay. They wanted to leave. They wanted to not see you every day. They wanted to not be with you. Right. Have enough self-respect to not do that. Yes. Respect yourself enough to. Yeah. I look back on like baby me on both those conversations and I and I just hurt for her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Same. Same, though, because I had many a time where mm-hmm. I begged. Ugh. Gross. Gross, Brooke. <laughs> number two, delete their number. Also, block them from every form of social media. There is nothing worse than that post-breakup stalking we all do. What are they doing? Who are they with? Are they moving on quickly? Girls, stop. They didn't want someone awesome like you in their life every day. Don't give them any more of your time. Our writing styles are becoming similar. <laughs> this is this is the what I fear is that literally all of our letters are just going to be the exact same oh thing. Oh, my God. But you know what? That's we'll fine. have to, like, split it up. We'll have to, like, get more into it and be like, you cover these and I'll cover, I'll cover these. <laughs> but it's so, it, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Stock, social media stalking and any kind of breakup of, of, you know, a relationship or a friendship or mm-hmm. anything of what that person is doing. You left them or they left you for a reason. Just say goodbye. Yeah. Say goodbye. Adios. Get the fuck out. 
Yeah. Get to fuck it. Get to fuck up. Number three, say yes to every invitation you receive. As hard as that is, and as much as you want to wallow in bed, use the moral support around you. If you're fortunate enough to have great friends, use them. Go out with them or stay in with them. It's hard to feel alone and sad if you have kick-ass friends making you laugh. Studies have shown this is effective in helping you get over a breakup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then you don't feel so alone. Yeah, studies have shown that if you say yes to every single invitation, it's truly like a fake it till you make it sort of situation. Yeah, like, because all you want to do is lay in bed right. and not get up and not do your hair. Right. So, and you know my 2020 was re- resolution. Yeah, my resolution. My resolution. My 2020 resolution was to be a better friend and to say yes. Mm-hmm. I have seen so many people in the last month. That's I'm awesome. in a book club. I'm going out all the time. And like, I always thought I was an introvert and I am, but faking it till I'm making it showed me I really like it. And yeah. it will work in a breakup too. Like just say yes to everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> this is one that I completely oh forgot. To, oh, really? To like ever tell myself. But this one is, this one's very important to you. Oh, I want, what is it? This one is highly important oh god number four don't cut your hair don't fucking cut your hair <laughs> don't do it i dyed don't, i dyed my hair you red. did i dyed my hair red you did don't fucking cut it don't dye it don't do anything to, sorry you can continue but no, 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 don't you, fucking do it yeah don't do it <laughs> number four don't cut your hair just don't as my amazing hairstylist said what's your hairstylist like i need to get this impression oh god, right he is Okay, so he's the sweetest, tiniest little gay man from Arkansas, and I love him. Does he have a southern accent? Yes, he does. Go for it. Girl, don't make a big decision in the midst of another. Give it six months and see if you still want it. Your hair isn't going anywhere. Why did I it just sounded like whatever I, That was like Jack it. McBrayer. <laughs> just saying it's Jack McBrayer. That was like, that was like a southern Jack McBrayer. Yeah. Well, that was really good, though. Can I do it? Don't make a big decision in the midst of another. Yeah, that was Jack. Yeah, that's Jack McBrayer. <laughs> My hairstylist, he's the best. Like, I keep asking him for a lob because I had a lob before, and he, he keeps going... Girl, do you know how long it took me to get your hair this long? <laughs> We're not cutting it. Ask me in six more months. That's like amazing. when I left Mean Girls, I was like, cut it off. And he was like, wait six months. I'm not doing a big decision. Not doing it. In the midst of another. T, boitch, I'm not doing T, it. T, I'm not cutting your hair. Don't just think about don't it. Don't fucking cut your hair, everybody. But seriously, like, don't. <laughs> one big one big life choice is enough. Give it, give it some time. No, to be fair, I loved my red hair. I did too, but like the maintenance on it then is a bitch. It's a bitch. So just give it a minute. Yeah, give it a second. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like once you're over the grieving process, that's when you can... By all that, means. That's when you go, new me. Yeah. And that's 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 a good like decision to make it. Like, if you're not crying about them yeah. on the regular, and you don't really think about them, and even then you're like, you know what, new fucking me? That's when it's okay to make Do that, that cool side mohawk thing, like half shave head that oh, I can never so pull cool. off. Like, do it, but not right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, yeah. That's honestly so important. The most important thing you'll yeah, ever learn that, from this That should have been number one on everything. Is don't cut your hair when you've gone through a breakup. <laughs> don't cut your hair post-breakup. Um, and as my sister will tell you, don't cut your hair after you have a baby, no matter oh. how much you think it's going to look cute. Imagine all those hormones. My sister, when she, after she had Jonah, she goes, I'm going in for a haircut. And I was like, don't you dare. And I was like, you're going to hate mm. it. And all my cousins are like, but Rachel, you look so beautiful. You look so good. And I go, Rachel, you look like a mom. Yeah. And then and she she was like, Brooke, that was so mean. And then like a day later, she goes, I hate it. It's like, I tried. Like, I fucking told you. I tried. Girl. Ugh. I tried. Ugh. <laughs> Number five. So many hair choices. <laughs> Number five. Throw your focus into something productive. Work. 
nourishing your body with good food and exercise, something. Being broken up with has a way of making you feel out of control in your life. You have the ability to reclaim that control in other areas of your life. And that's why people cut their hair. That's why. Because they think that's the only thing that they can control. Mm -hmm. And that's, do you know how many hair colors, cut styles I've ever had? And it's because I just remember in college how many you went through. It's because I felt so out of control. Mm I felt like I had zero control of my life. I got piercings in college. I had so many piercings. Oh, really? I didn't know that. God. Where where are some? All on my ears. Because my mom was like, if you ever fucking come home with any hole in your face besides your ears, what she used to say to me, or anywhere on your body, she's like, I will murder you. (laughs) So I had like, you know, three cartilage and the tragus, and I had all these ear piercings. Have they closed since? All of them? I can still get one in the tragus if I I want to, Mm -hmm. but... I'm also like, I'm 29. I'm not cool enough to pull off a tragus pierce, and I wasn't cool enough to pull it off then. You're, yeah, you're you're definitely cool enough. Nah. I think you're pretty cool. Thanks, All right. You're welcome. Breakups are hard. They suck no matter what end of the breakup you're on. But know that every breakup will teach you something about yourself, about relationships, about what you want in a partner. Try and move on with grace and kindness. Don't wallow too long. There are some amazing people out there, and you will have many amazing relationships i know it feels like you're never going to love again or or find anyone else after a breakup but honestly that's bullshit of course you will there are seven billion people in the world many of whom will be fun amazing partners go find them love me yeah Mm -hmm. oh yeah oh yeah yeah like the it's all right ferris bueller (laughs) That's, I love that movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's that hangover voice. I can get real low today. Oh, um, yeah. Was Ferris Bueller's Day Off ever a musical? I think they're making it one which pisses me off. Leave yeah. it alone. <laughs> I love Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Leave it alone. Also, how are you going to get... <sighs> Never mind. It's fine. <laughs> I can't bitch about a movie musical because I was in one. Yes, that's very true. I'm, I don't know why I even went to Ferris, but, but I do love Ferris Bueller's, and I like your, uh, your post... Uh, Hangover. Love that movie. So good. All right. Here's here's my letter. You're going to love how okay. similar it is. Well, that's how it was like last week too. Our letters mm-hmm. are very similar, mm-hmm. which is why we're going to start getting people in with different points of view on other episodes. Yeah. Which will be really nice. Okay. <clears throat> Dear me. Okay. Listen, girl. I'm here to tell you how to deal with something you thought was the end of the world so many times breakups. You've gone through it so many times that honestly you think it would get easier, but truly it doesn't. I'm not here to tell you that you shouldn't feel the things you feel when you get dumped, but I will say that there are some I will say that there are some ways to make the situation more bearable and things you need to remember when you're going through this. Number 1. It's okay to take a little bit to not be focused on the positives. Nope, let yep. me try that again. No, it's it's totally right. Okay. Say it again. It's okay to take a little bit to not be so focused on the positives. It's okay to grieve the end of a relationship because that person was clearly important to you. It's okay to want to be alone, to cry in your room with some cookie dough. If you don't give yourself that time, your grief slash anger slash hurt feelings will creep into your life when it isn't appropriate to express those feelings. Yeah. If you don't allow yourself that that moment to tell to say, you know, I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. This was a huge deal in my life. I'm going to cry it out. I'm going to eat so much cookie dough mm-hmm. and I'm just going to 
wallow in it for a little bit. That way it doesn't just creep up into your work life, your your post-relationship life. You start life. sobbing on the subway for no reason. <laughs> Which we all have. We all have. I swear, if, you, if you've moved to New York and you haven't sobbed on the subway because of something or somebody's... I told you, you that's when you become a real New Yorker. Yeah. I said, when you sob on that subway full out and you don't give a shit who hears you that's when you're a real New Yorker and everyone <laughs> pretends to ignore you uh-huh mm-hmm. that's when you're a real New Yorker that's correct do you watch Gilmore Girls yes this is vi- like this point is when Dean broke up with Rory and mm-hmm. she and Lorelai god I'm sounding like such a basic white bitch and Lorelai was like um you need time to wallow and she's like no I don't have time I don't need to it's fine and the whole episode was her avoiding it and then it ends with uh. her like crying on the couch and she's like I'm ready to wallow now like you need that time. You do need that time. Absolutely. And this is a more of a Gilmore Girls sidetrack. Do you, is it crazy that, did you watch it back when you were growing up? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. In See, college. I, I watched Gilmore Girls when I was younger mm-hmm. and I was younger than Rory. And now oh. I'm closer to Lorelai's oh, I know. than I am Rory's. So I'm now I'm focusing more on Lorelai's storyline mm-hmm. than I am Rory's. And it's so crazy to watch it twice. Oh, like when she, when, spoiler, if you haven't seen it though, it's been out forever. When Rory drops out of Yale, I was so fucking mad at her. I was so mad at her. Yeah. And I think the first time I watched it, I was like, no, you need time. And I was no. like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> that was you dumb. You idiot. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah. So I I, do, I I feel more for Lorelai now being an adult. Oh, for sure. Than Rory when I was God, a child. we're getting old. <laughs> that's, that's what that is. We're getting old. Oh. Begging for someone back is not an option. If you fucked up, you fucked up. Suffer the comp- consequences. You you did nothing and you have no idea why you were broken up with? Why in the freaking world would you beg for someone back who doesn't feel the same way you do about the relationship? My main girl, Alabama Hannah, when she was on The Bachelor, said the iconic, I will not allow myself to not feel chosen every single day and I'll wait till whenever that is. And she is freaking right. She is right. Yeah. That's when I knew she was going to be The Bachelorette. She was The Bachelorette the next season and honestly, she was the freaking bomb.com. Is she the one that's like back now? Like keeps popping her head in? Kind of, yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 That okay. one. The one who's like, I had sex four times in the windmill with Peter. That one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she said that and it resonated with me so hard. It's I will I will not allow myself to not feel chosen. Yeah. What is the point of going back and begging for someone who doesn't, who doesn't want, want to you. be with you? Why would you ever do that? Right. Why would you? Don't be a Gretchen. Why would you? Yeah. Why would you want to be like that in any relationship aspect of mm-hmm. your life? A friendship, a a family ship, a relationship. Yeah, no. Um, it's why would you ever? Ugh. It's that's the yeah, that's terrible. Number three is a good one. Just because someone doesn't want to be with you does not mean you are unworthy of love. That's just I, I have yeah. nothing else to say with that. No, one. but because that's that's yeah. There is nothing else to say. You feel so unworthy when you finally kind of hit that low point. You, at first, you're like, "Fuck you, I'm so worth it," and then you know you kind of hit that downturn mm-hmm. of a breakup, and you go, "Am I worth it though? Right. If they didn't love me, who's gonna love me?" Right. So no. that's so true, though. There was a I can't remember what the article was or some some quote. It said. Uh, yeah, your ex is an asshole and they're just going to find somebody who's an asshole like them to be assholes with. So find your asshole for you to be assholes with. Because like, honestly, we're all just looking for the same kind of asshole. Everyone, find your asshole. Find your asshole. It's like find your light. Find your asshole. Instead of like the lobster from Friends. He's yeah. my asshole. He's my asshole. It's just like, it, like we're all just looking for the right person. So 
if that guy was an asshole, he's going to find an asshole girl. If, yep. if he doesn't find it and she, he finds a great girl, then that fucking sucks for her. But yep. at least it's not you. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> find your asshole. <laughs> Number four, don't believe the next person you meet is going to replace the person who broke your heart. Give yourself time to be single. Have fun. Have a good rebound. The next person isn't there to pick up your pieces and move forward from where you and your left, last partner left off. That's not how it works. I did that a lot where mm-hmm. I would kind of rebound off of whoever I mm-hmm. had, was dating last. And I, I at first would think of it, oh, this is just a fun rebound, whatever. But then I would realize this person is like kind of healing me in a way they shouldn't be because I should be doing that right. myself. And then I would I would get frustrated because my relationship with that new person wasn't on the same emotional physical level of mm-hmm. what it was before and I'm and I remember having an epiphany thinking oh shit like this is a completely new person mm-hmm. this is a completely new story yeah. why would why would they ever be at the level that we were at it doesn't just go up and up and up and up and up from there um it goes like down for a little bit so that new relationship is just in a completely new chapter of your life. It's a new story. Yeah. So why would they why would they just pick up those pieces and then continue like like it's just And that's just, not fair on that person either. No. It's not yeah. fair at all. No. Whole new person. Yeah. But also like rebounds are fun. Totally oh, for fine. Sure. If that's what you need, by all means, but make it a rebound. Make it a rebound. Don't dive headfirst and be like, Well, another long term relationship. Here's my husband. Here's my Bro- new husband. As Brooke likes to say. Hello, here's my new husband. Hello, meet me and my new husband. <laughs> Number five. Ooh, this is a good one. Don't vent about it on social media. Call your best friend and talk. Maybe don't call your family. Sorry, Mom and Rachel. I'll explain later. When you're ready to talk about how terrible, awful, inconsiderate, and shit-faced person your ex is, invite a friend over. Sit on your bed and watch a Disney movie and vent to them. Talking through how someone hurt you and what you're feeling is way better than posting a giant status online. As we have discussed, things on the internet are there forever. So the reason I say don't talk to your family is is because what if that person ends up coming back into your life? Your family's going to mm-hmm. fucking hate them. Yep. That has happened to me a lot where I, I mean, my sister is my confidant and so is my mom. We, mm-hmm. we talk about everything and sometimes it's come back to bite me in the ass because yep. then they can't see that person in the same light because they hurt me. Yep. When your best friend can, you know, get, she can be like, fuck that guy, but then, but he makes you happy. Sure. It's. There are things as a married woman, that's a, that's something I had to learn too. Like I tell my mom fucking everything mm-hmm. and I had to, and I still tell her quite a bit, but there are things I knew I can't tell her because like, that's my husband. Yeah. I don't want her to think badly about my husband. I don't want that to be, you know, in her mind. And then we end up working through it and it's fine. Right. You know, it's, that's such, that's such good advice. Yeah. And just don't post about it because don't. there's so many times where I've read statuses or Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr posts about relationships, about the end of relationships specifically that I just don't need to know. Mm-hmm. And it's there's two sides to every story. And I feel like you should be able to tell your side, but you don't you shouldn't have to def- defend yourself on in public on social media. Right. You shouldn't have to do that. No. That's just like standing in a in in a square with a sign saying fuck this asshole and yeah. and being like man as a dick man as a dick that's the same thing if you were posting it on instagram right and that's not fair yeah it's between you two keep it between you two and and your best friend that you want to bitch about exactly exactly though you are allowed to believe your ex is a jerk for a little while this is for you specifically there are so many men and women who have terrible abusive exes 
they would rather never speak to again and they are in right or they are right in not doing so. Don't hold so much against them. Honestly, a couple of your exes broke become some of your greatest friends that you still talk to today. Some not so much. When you hold grudges against people who have hurt your heart, you allow them more power than they deserve. So you're friends with your exes? I yeah. I mean, I'm clearly friends with Steve. We just right, talked about him. Right, right, right. Hi, Steve. Um, and then I have, you know, I'm super close with Isaac and mm-hmm. super close with Steve. Um, they, they were two huge relationships in my life. Mm-hmm. And I thought I would never get over them and like, or get over the fact that w- they had broken up with me or that things didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And it turns out they, out of a lot of the people that I worked with down at Disney, they're still two of the people that I talk to the most. And that if I That's went down nice to Orlando, to I would like die to see them because they're the, some of the best men that I've ever met. That's see, I'm friends with none of my exes, really? none. But I also, I never, I don't know. I never was really friends with my my boyfriends. Oh, see, I'm always friends first. See, and I wasn't. So when our relationship was done, I could just be like deuces. Yeah. See, they like they were always my best friend. Like Michael's my best friend. Michael and Nessie. Yeah, are Yeah, Dave's my, my best friend now. But yeah, the, so. That's how I always viewed relationships as, as an enhanced best friend. See, I didn't until Dave. Yeah. So at going into that mindset, coming out of that relationship was a lot harder because not only did I lose a boyfriend, I lost a best friend mm-hmm. and the person who I'd tell everything to, who I'd want to call on my walk home from work, like all that. And so losing them was really difficult. But then when they finally came back into my life as just friends, I realized that's where they were meant to be, right. not as a relationship. Because the relationship aspect of it was done. Yeah. But the friendship was still underneath. They're all just buried. So they, really they become nice. like really, some of my closest friends. And there's ex-boyfriends who I'm not friends with, but I'm friendly mm-hmm. with. And some listen to this podcast. So like, thanks. They've texted me saying good job. So hey, dudes. that's nice of you. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, I guess, for anything I ever Boop. said about you. But <laughs> whatever. <laughs> number seven, immediately give yourself space. Unfollow them on social media, delete their numbers, and don't allow yourself even a glance at what they are doing right now. It's only going to hurt you. Facebook actually did something cool when you end a relationship. When you end a relationship on there, they ask if you want to hide them from your newsfeed and they won't let you click their profiles. I really? Learned, I learned that when I I said I was single after dating that guy who mm-hmm. broke up me at work that when I yeah. first moved here and they said, Do you, we're so sorry you're going through this. Here's some like helpful tips. Um, yeah. Here, like, do you want to hide this person from your newsfeed? Do you want to block them? Do you want to be able to find their profile? Like if not... If you don't want to do any of this, fine. We won't. We won't. Wow. It's, it's your choice. But if you want us to to hide them, Good by job. all means. Facebook. Yeah. So I was really actually shocked because now now I don't put my relationship status on Facebook. I just don't yeah, think that's no. for the world to know. That's for me to know. Mm-hmm. And I I will if I end up being married. But I feel like married just for the long haul. So yeah, <laughs> right. Might as well. Um. But it, when I took it down, I, I was like, I mean, that's really nice that they they actually kind of went. Hey, you okay? Just making sure yeah. we're gonna do this for you if you want. So I love that. I thought that was really nice. Good job, Facebook. Yeah. Number eight, you are one breakup closer to finding someone who is truly perfect for you. Heartbreaks are inevitable in anyone's life, but in your storybook, you are a chapter closer to that quote happily ever after, or as close as one can get in reality. Yeah. There was a. Did you ever watch Wizards of Waverly Place? Oh, for sure. <laughs> 
absolutely i did even though i was a little too old old. yeah yeah yeah, i love that show and um so the the mom i guess alex or somebody the selena gomez's character Mm -hmm. goes through some sort of breakup or something and the mom said that you are one breakup closer to like and i was like oh that, yeah. And that, that stuck with me. Out of everything of Wizards of Waverly Place, that little that little like snippet of the awesome, very stuck loud with, yeah. mom was said, like, you know, you're one, you're one heartbreak closer to your forever. Aww. So just look at it like that. That's very sweet. You could check that off your list of the things you need to do before you get to your forever. Yeah, there you go. Check Gotta it off. Kiss love frogs. Oh, yeah. Now that you have let yourself be emotional, grieve, and eat so much more cookie dough than you should, know that this too shall pass. Your hurt feelings, your body feeling like it's shattered into a million pieces, your heart literally literally feeling like it's being ripped, Jesus Christ, your heart literally feeling like it's been ripped out of your chest. Yes, those feelings will fade. It's hard to believe that now, but trust me on this. It gets better. Yeah. And like, at the end of the day, the only thing that can truly help, and this is so depressing, is time. Mm-hmm. You can do things to help alleviate pain from a breakup, but time is what's it's going to take to make you feel better. They say time heals all wounds, and I feel like it's it's not so much true. I feel like time gives you a really good scab that you need to leave alone. Yes. Don't pick at it. Just leave it alone. I mean, when you were like, time heals all wounds, and I was like, except gangrene or things that need medication. <laughs> I'm like, T, shut maybe up. Stop need it. Medication. Maybe you need some medication. Maybe you need some help. You need some ointment. <laughs> no, but it's true. Like, time, time will heal it and let it scab over, mm-hmm. and eventually it'll fade and it'll turn into a scar. Yep. It, but maybe you should put some Neosporin on it. Also, just this is the best time to listen to some of the best breakup songs. Oh in the my history of God. ever. Do you, was it Dixie Chicks or I don't remember who sings. They might have been Dixie Chicks. They sing the, they say time heals yeah. everything, but I'm still waiting. So good. Yep. And just, I'm not ready to make nice. <laughs> just like That's one of my favorite songs. Going, it's so like, good. Going nuts in your bedroom, just like ripping Singing apart it out. pictures. Just like that's, I feel like that's the quintessential breakup that you need. It's, I'm not saying don't have it. Like, don't like sit there and be like, I'm fine. I'm letting, let me. It's going to be fine. It's no. It's going to be fine. I'm a robot. Like, feel those things. Have that, those awesome emotional that breakups. That Ali and AJ potential breakup oh, song. This is my potential breakup song. We we are Ali and AJ. What are we you are. We're, we're Ali and AJ. We can be in what's it. But not, it's not Dixie Chicks. It's what is there? Cowbells. That's right. Decom. That fucking movie. Disney Channel original movie. Cowbells. God, we had so many good Disney Channel movies in our time. Well, and then what is the AJ, right? Mm-hmm. Ali was the one that was in Phil of the Future, right? Yes. And then AJ went on to be in um, the Goldbergs. Really? She uh, She's like the... Like it's the spinoff of the Goldbergs, and it's yeah. her who ends up becoming a teacher. So she's good for a, her. I know. I'm like, wow, good for you. You go from like singing potential breakup song to doing good that. job. There's some really just quintessential breakup songs and movies. Some like really just emotional movies mm. that you need to watch when you've broken up with somebody or had been broken up with. It, if you're me, if you're T, break up with somebody. If you're break me, up. broken up with. <laughs> <laughs> Number ten. Go out. Have fun with friends. For a night, go out and pretend that that person never existed. Don't bring them up. Don't think about them while you're talking to some super hot human. Even if it's just for a night, realize the world still spins. Yeah. The world does not stop spinning just because you're going through a breakup. Nope. It so feels like it, though. 
it truly I remember the first time like when my high school sweetheart broke up with me and I didn't eat for like three days uh-huh. and it wasn't because I was like I'm, well, I'm not gonna eat because I'm gonna be dramatic it was like I wasn't hungry yeah like for the first time ever in my life <laughs> I wasn't hungry my old roommate Shelby who's been with through the ringer with me with the 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 breakups I told you about last week the mm-hmm. the Scottish tinder and then the other tinder that ended up me meeting Michael she's like Brooke I went through it with you oh. like you that you didn't eat for three days she texted me saying same thing you yeah. for three days um she bought me cookie dough and my other roommate ate the whole thing <laughs> I love him so much but he ate the whole thing that was supposed to be mine oh um, but I mean find find great friends and yeah. go out like you said say yes say yes to all those things because it's you're you can wallow and then you need to have fun yes you need to realize life is still fucking wallow fun. to a degree then put as my mom would say put a lip on and get outside put a lip on put like a lip, a, like oh, put a, like some lipstick on put a lip on maybe that was my dad that said that to me once put a, put a lip on oh no it was my dad I was like <gasps> leaving the house with him and he was like don't you want to go put a little lip on and I was like not really not, not now not now I don't <laughs> no dad look at my chapped lips in their glory that's what you're gonna do I'm gonna pick at it with my teeth all that's night what I've been doing this whole podcast I've been picking 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 <laughs> till it bleeds I say this through experience. All of these points you're going to want to ignore. Don't ignore them. You're so fucking smart, beautiful, amazing, talented, funny, and sweet. Don't let another human make you believe otherwise. Love me. Oh. You always feel like the scum of the earth. Oh my God. You're like, when I'm, you're, I'm so gross. I just, nobody, nobody will ever love me. me. I'm just, what's the in, inside out when she's like, oh, I'm sadness and I'm so sad and I'm going to put my hand on all the memories when she's trying to yes. find, that's that's me being sad. You're like, I'm so sad. I'm sad and I just can't do anything right now. That's me post breakup. Yeah. If you were to go through a breakup today, mm-hmm. say for some reason you mm-hmm. got broken up with today, yep. not necessarily by Dave, but by but anybody. Somebody. Yeah. What would you do? What's the first thing you would do? Mm. I would hope that I would have enough self-respect to not beg Mm. and just say, again, like, I'm sorry that you feel that way. I'm sorry that this didn't work out. I wish you all the best. I would probably call you or just show up here crying. And we'd sit on your couch, drink, and watch Disney movies. And I would probably cry a lot. Yep. And we'd go get vegan ice cream at Van Leeuwen's. Yeah. That, that's honestly probably the same exact thing that yeah. I would do, except for I'd get cookie dough. Yeah. Cookie dough is my post-breakup. That's your go-to? Yeah. Maybe instead of potential breakup song, we should make a, a post-breakup cookie dough and vegan ice cream song. Hell yes. <laughs> that's and what I would do. With our songwriting skills. <laughs> your, your vocal improv. There we go. Because I would it. wallow for like, I'd wallow for probably a couple days. Yeah. And then, but I'm not really like a, go out kind of person anymore no I'm not either I've never been a go out no. kind of person I maybe mean, in college I would go out to a bar but now I'm like no I'm not gonna do that I think I I'd would, probably get on tinder in a couple I, days I think I would though if I was like broken up with mm-hmm. and somebody's like listen we're going to a bar I'd be right like, great I need some somebody to tell me that I'm pretty <laughs> just want to know that I'm pretty I just want to know I'm sad and <laughs> I'm, I'm sad and I'm sad I'm so sad yeah, I think that I, 
it's as much as you want to say that you would be like okay like have a good mm-hmm. life i would be like are you fucking kidding me again like i have to go through this like, whole fuck. process again fuck i don't want to have to put real pants on i don't want to be a re- i don't want to have to shave my legs oof no I, god i haven't shaved my legs in so long i love it i love it and we live in a perpetual state of like winter i mean god bless our significant humans for no. just loving that too. It, you know what they have to love it this is tmi but dave has like a hairy chest so if i can deal with his hairy chest he can deal with my hairy legs that's true yeah he should yeah and he does he doesn't care does he still like rub your legs even though they're hairy? Mm-hmm. That's the best. I mean, I still shave them every once in a while. It'll truly be like I'll get grossed out by it, and I'm like, oh, oh gosh, or it's shave. like it's just it feels it like hurts, and yeah. you're like, no, nope, you're like can't. time to shave. Well, the problem time is, I this is a tangent, but I used to get mine waxed, mm-hmm. and now they barely grow in at all. Oh, nice. So I like bare, and the hair I do have is super soft. So like, who cares? My friend Rebecca said that she said I get I shave my legs for two people, myself and my pedicurist. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's a good point. And she's been like happily married for so long. Love it. For two people, myself, my pedicurist. Love that. That's it. I was like, that's so true because before I get my like leg massage, foot Mm -hmm. massage that I set you a picture of. Yeah. Because I was like, look what I'm doing today. (laughs) Shave my legs. Oh, oh gosh. Well, that took a turn. That's it. That's That's what we got, y'all. That's it. That's the podcast. You signed in. You signed up for this knowingly. So knowingly talking about shaving legs we get all the tangents because podcasts are the most narcissistic form of of any expression you have to listen to us talk and our thoughts for an hour so you know what that's it but guess what this episode is only 45 (gasps) wow i know we're getting we're getting getting better we're getting quick at this and quick that's like how long it takes me to get here that's a nice cute little commute that is a cute little commute that's nice well i hope you all had a good commute Oh, and I did want to remind our listeners one thing. Mm-hmm. We don't ask much from this podcast. Oh, yeah. I do do ask you to like rate and subscribe, yes, especially please. on Apple Podcasts, because yep. that's how we can get more people to listen to us and to uh, kind of give us a bigger following of or different people, because then it kind of comes up on people's, you should listen to this. Mm-hmm. If we have more of that, so like rate, subscribe, please, comment, please, please. anything you can do to kind of get this podcast tell your mom to listen to it tell your sister to listen to it tell your manicurist to listen to it (laughs) put it on your your alexa for your dog yes when you leave the house yeah honestly play for your dog leave it on yeah give us that listen who who doesn't want two midwest girls with horrific accents terrible to to tell them here this is for your dog hi buddy hi Hi, buddy would you like a treat you're a good boy you're You're a good boy boy. oh he's a good girl yeah that's for your dog you want a treat you want a treat you gotta sit for it though oh you could get a good sit oh look at that sit good boy we're freaking out so many dogs right now (laughs) they're probably like where the fuck's my treat bitch (laughs) okay well right well rate review subscribe all that fun bullshit um find us on all the the social media bullshits all the things all the things we appreciate you you and we love you we'll see you next week goodbye bye dear listener support for this podcast comes from you just for taking a chance on a new podcast have a suggestion for a letter or do you want to write one yourself email us at dearmelovemepodcast at gmail.com all dear me love me art is created by julie eccles thank you julie Music is composed and produced by Connor Simpson. Follow us on all the gross social media sites you have. Instagram at Dear Me Love Me Podcast, Twitter at DMLM Podcast, and you can find us on Facebook too. Thanks for listening. Love us.